is my own show Not a script or flip could make me stop So just behave, I mean there's no escape Let's hope you make that drop Because you really don't want to tick me off And oh, what fun I will tell you what to do and you won't get it done Welcome to Horror for Dummies episode 80. I'm your host Tim and with me as always is the bell from hell, Jalisa. Hello listeners. How are we today? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Uh, I'm alright. We are better now. We are recording on a Monday which never ever happens. Mm. We're very late this week. Yes. Well, uh, last week. <laughs> and if you don't know why, if you haven't been keeping up with the, uh, the Facebooks and all that stuff, the reason is I'm a horrible father. And we had plans to do Happy Death Day, the uh, original, plus Happy Death Day to you. That all changed because I am a horrible father. Actually, wait, wait. The real reason is my son doesn't know how to take wrestling moves. That's the real reason. So, Friday night, when we were meant to record, we had a, uh, a guest scheduled and all that stuff. Me and my one-year-old son decided to wrestle and do some wrestling moves. Um, I decided to powerbomb him. As, as any good loving father would, and he put his arm out to save himself, and it ended up... Um, With a hospital trip. Yeah. So we were stuck at the hospital. For Friday night, we had to cancel the guest, and he couldn't reschedule um, until the next the following week. And we just had to postpone things, and then... And, <laughs> huge mumble-jumble and all that stuff, and that's why you're getting an episode late this week. So you can blame Jaden, my son. It's all his fault. But he is okay. Oh yeah, he's fine. <laughs> Should mention that. So, what are we doing this week? Uh, well, uh, this episode. I keep saying this week. It's, last week's gone. This episode, episode eighty, we are covering a movie that just got released, literally uh, about five days ago here in Australia. The movie Brightburn. Mm-hmm. If you guys have not heard of it, this is one uh, that is basically super superhero film crossed with horror film, and that's what Brightburn is. It's like if Superman were evil. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but if you, uh, we before we do that, we've got the usual shit that we do. All the uh, all the, the the hangouts and and whatnot. The the news, listen to mail, um, and the madness, the 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 fights, the franchise fight. Who's the better franchise? We're gonna find out. Uh, before I continue with the regular show, I must. Uh, Address a few things that have uh, changed on this show. You will be noticing a bit of a change on this show. Uh, Mainly with the format on how we do things and the movies that we're doing. We have decided to swap the movies that we're doing and and focus more on new release films. Mm -hmm. Um, Most notably, the big ones. The big ones. Um, In between, we'll go back to whatever the hell we like. Uh, There's a few horror movies that Jaleesa has not seen. From the olden days, yep, or the eighties or seventies, whatnot. But when a big release movie comes out, we will be focusing on that. 
Also, I have started up a yet another little sidecast uh, called Out Now, which focuses on new release movies that kind of get overlooked. Um, just so there's something out there on the Padded Room Network that you can look forward to and, 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 and keep up to date with what's new and fresh. Uh, so I am doing that. Very so good, Tim. Look out for that. My first review, Polaroid, is out now. You can You can go and download that if you like. Interesting little film. You guys might remember that. Anyway, so that's the news. So we're going to start off with uh, what horrors have you, us, done? <laughs> we done. What horrors have we done? But before that, if you guys don't care about any of this and you just want to hear our review on Brightburn, skip forward about 40 minutes and then you can hear our review. Oh, by the way, we will be doing a spoiler-free review and then spoiling the hell out of it afterwards. Yep. But we will let you know beforehand. Oh, a lot to digest this week. Yes, there it's, is. It's a busy week. All right, stuff it. Joe, what horrors have you done? What horrors have you done? This yes. week... Shut up, Tim. This week, I finally finished the movie The Silence, which is on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Keenan Shipka. Yes. Sabrina. Yes. Yeah. Um... I liked it. I don't know why everybody's giving it such shit because it's close to a quiet place. Yeah. Yes, you have to be quiet, but it's different. <laughs> it's, a, it's a different kind of quiet. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was cool. I liked it how they evolved underground yeah. and were like trapped. And then, yeah, it was cool. I like the concept. Did you like the whole movie? Or were there parts of the movie that you were not a fan of? Uh, there were parts, of course, that I didn't like, hence the... Um, priest or whatever the fuck he was yeah starting up his little crew and wanting uh sabrina the fertile girl and, okay. and came and stole her it, it, it's not sabrina in this movie well, for the people out there Kenan they know her as sabrina. call her by her name keenan keenan i don't actually know how to pronounce it just say sabrina it's yeah that's what i was doing <laughs> don't mind me don't mind me um yeah i wasn't a fan of that part but i loved yeah. it when the mum and dad came out and killed them Yep. To get her back, there are there are plot holes in this in the movie, stuff that doesn't make sense. But for a one-off film, it's it's enjoyable. Yeah, I, I kind of like that whole this new little trend that's out now. The whole um, cancel out your senses type films. Yeah, the whole uh, what would you do if you were blind or deaf or whatnot? Uh, I like it. Yeah, and who cares if they're copying from each other? And by the way, they're not. The Silence was a book well before Quiet Place, so... Uh, uh. <laughs> and it would be so hard because that... We'll just call her Sabrina. Um, she was deaf too throughout the movie, so who knows if she was fucking making noise, she wouldn't know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hmm. Um, I'm glad you liked it. Yes. About time someone enjoyed that film. <laughs> and the other one I finally got to watch is Reanimator. Oh, My yeah. first time watching this. From the 80s. Yep. The original reanimator. H.P. Lovecraft. I actually really liked it. Did you? Yeah. I love the concept of like the mad doctor scientist thing. Mad scientist, yep. But he was like studying to be a doctor, so he's like both. Yeah. Yeah. Then trying to bring like the dead back and everything. It was very cool. Jeffrey Combs at his best. Is that the mad scientist dude? Yes. Yeah, the main guy. Okay. I'm glad you. I'm glad you enjoy that. Maybe we'll have to do it on this show. 
Yeah. Because I know there's a few fans of that movie that listen to the show. There was a really creepy off-putting part in yeah. one scene. <laughs> Is it involving a head? <laughs> yes. And the and naked, a naked girl. girl. Yep. Yes. And how he was talking. You will love me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it was cool. Did that turn you on? Totally. When he was trying to eat her out yeah. while his body's holding his head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sexy. It's good. I like it. Um, yeah. Okay. That's weird. I bet you I can top it though. Can you? I, I, I know I can. And you know I can too. I watched a movie that is <laughs> so fucking strange that I heard about this movie on another podcast and when they were describing it, I needed to go see this movie. Mm-hmm. The movie is called Tammy and the T-Rex. Oh, right. Um, this one has been in the news as of late because apparently they have found or are, are releasing a movie, uh, this same movie, but with full-blown gore involved in it. So let me just let me just explain what this movie is. This movie stars Denise Richards and Paul Walker. It's from 1994. Mm-hmm. So them at a very early age. Anyway, Denise Richards and Paul Walker are a couple, boyfriend and girlfriend, and they, and they like each other, I guess. Uh, but Denise Richards has an ex-boyfriend who doesn't like that she's with another guy. Mm-hmm. So he, he the, the ex-boyfriend roughs up Paul Walker... And leaves him in a a wildlife enclosure to get attacked by a lion. Uh, and the lion like messes him up, but he doesn't die. Anyway, this mad scientist talking about mad scientists, he finds a half alive Paul Walker and takes him back to his facility and takes out Paul Walker's brain and puts it into a T Rex. I don't really understand where they got this T Rex from, but. Uh, I'm guessing they preserved the body? Well, no, like, uh, they were saying it's robotic, but I don't know how it, it's, it's alive with a human brain in it. Anyway, <laughs> this isn't a thinking man's movie. So they put Paul Walker's brain inside this T-Rex, <laughs> and the rest of this movie is the T-Rex, a.k.a. Paul Walker, trying to convince Denise Richards that it's him. So it, it wasn't that much convincing. She believed him pretty damn quick. Well, okay, he... Okay, so... <laughs> He, this T-Rex uses a payphone to call her and you see like his little T-Rex arms that just, (laughs) some cuts just grow different lengths and you can tell that it's a horrible rubber suit Uh because the rubber's just bending like rubber does and he calls up Denise Richards (laughs) and then when she answers, uh uh-oh, he realises that he's a T-Rex and he can't talk English, he just roars. (laughs) So she gets scared and hangs up, obviously, yeah. as any person would. But then he eventually finds her at her house and pulls her from her bedroom window because he's a fucking T-Rex and then takes her to a barn. And that's where he does charades with her to make her realize that it's Paul Walker. Yeah. And then she just, she's totally fine that there's a T-Rex playing charades with her. Um, <laughs> and then she quickly believes him. That, hey, it's Paul Walker. And then starts kissing this T-Rex. Yeah. She starts making out with the T-Rex. But the funniest part in the movie is she rides the T-Rex. And there are cops watching her ride the T-Rex. And the cop says to the other cop, he goes, God damn, she can ride. (laughs) It's the greatest thing I've ever seen. This This movie is free on YouTube. It's not the best quality, but holy fuck, is it amazing. Go and watch the trailer. 
Tammy and the T-Rex. I I actually quite enjoyed it because it's so ridiculous. The end part was ex- probably the weirdest part in the whole fucking movie. Yeah, I didn't like the ending because it was too weird. But the rest of the movie... Okay, the whole fucking movie is weird. But the, the, the end part is just too weird. I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Still, I, I say it's worth a watch. Yeah, if, yeah, definitely. Uh, it's definitely a party movie. If you have friends and you have a whole bunch of weed, this is perfect. <laughs> Get stoned and watch Denise Richards make out with a T-Rex. That's what you want to do with your life. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Do it. Uh, that's all I've got this week. I mean, I've got other stuff, but I'm not going to talk about it. It's nothing notable. So, yeah. Hey, I heard you got news. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, let's get into the breaking news. This is Harfanami's Breaking News. Coming in with Harfanami's news this week, our first story, the Terminator Dark Fate trailer has dropped. Yes, it has. Okay, thoughts? You go first. I am excited to see this. I like, as you said, they're cancelling out all the other films going off Terminator 2. Mm-hmm. Um, I love how they brought back Sarah Connor, like the original, I don't know her real name. Linda Hamilton. Yep, that chick. Um, no, I'm, I'm psyched for this. And Arnie makes an appearance. I'm excited. Yep. Mm, no, it looks really good. So you actually, you're, you're on board? You yeah. think this trail looks good? I love the Terminator. I, okay, while we, while we covering the Terminator in horror news, because I say so. <laughs> I, I see the Terminator as somewhat horror, anyway. So, and I think it's a franchise that horror fans love. So, on top of that, I uh, I hate this trailer. I think it looks like fucking shit. I'm so mad with it. I don't like it at all. Why? For one, it looks like a stupid rubbish Hollywood trailer where they where they where they get a song and they slow the song down. They play it repeatedly. The song in this in this trailer fucking sucks. I'm going hunting. Yeah. Shut up. I don't care about your fucking gay song. Secondly, the Terminator looks shit. It's black. And nothing against colour correction or all that stuff, but I just... I Maybe hate. it's the new and improved... I don't like it. I do not the, like the look the of model. the Terminator. It didn't need to be built any differently. It looked great in the originals. Terminator 3.0. Yeah. Um... <laughs> The trailer just, I did not understand what was happening. I don't understand where they're going, what they're doing. Um, I was a little confused when that chick said she was her. Yeah. That's why she's protecting her. Honestly, I I hope this is a misleading trailer. And it... The the thing I'm, I'm, I'm all for is trailers that I don't like or that confuse me... I usually like the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hereditary was an example. Yeah. I, okay, I did not hate the trailer, but I was confused by the trailer of Hereditary. Yeah. And I walked out loving the, the movie. This trailer, I don't know what they're going for. I mean, you have an appearance of Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. Who's he going to be? Is he going to be a good guy or a bad guy this year? What happened to John Connor? He doesn't make an appearance in this trailer. I mean, I don't need... I'm, I'm glad they didn't show or, or mention him. Because I like it will how leave they didn't guessing. show much of Arnie too. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I, I honestly, I see this is going to be a bad movie. Really? Yep. I hope not. I'm still interested because I love Terminator, but yeah. I will put money on it right now. This will in no way, shape or form be better than Terminator 2. Fuck no. They yeah, can't top won't. that. It, it won't. Um, 
I mean, the rest of the sequels... Is it going like, to hold up? Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> a lot of people are excited for this. Yeah. And, uh, and, and there are people like me that see things my way. Mm-hmm. But the majority of people are on board with this. Yeah. I Yeah, I'm just... Uh, I didn't like it. <laughs> it looks like it's going more in the action direction. It, okay, do you know, honestly, my honest opinions, it has the same feel as The Mummy did. The Tom Cruise Mummy. Ooh. Yeah. And I... And it's I'm, got a plane I'm, crash in it too. Yeah, well, it's not, it's not just because <laughs> it's a plane crash. It's just the whole feel, the, the way they've done the trailer, the stupid song that they play over and over again. Yeah. Well, uh, hopefully they just did it to mislead people like uh, yeah. exactly how you feel. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. I'll save judgment. I will still see this. Will I see it at the cinemas? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll just wait for Netflix or some other form of watching. We'll see. Yeah. Our second story, get ready for another giant snake film. <laughs> this is, I can be on board with this. Give me all the animal horror films. So is it going to be like another anaconda? Yes, pretty much. Except it's not an anaconda. It's a uh, titanoboa. T- a what? I don't know how to pronounce Python? it. No, it's apparently it's an ancient snake, like a uh, from the, from the prehistoric ages, and it's like a massive, like the biggest known snake. So it's basically the Meg, but in snake form. It's the gist I got. Okay. Either way, it's going to be a, a stupid popcorn creature film and I'm on board well hopefully they do it justice yeah uh, it depends who what market they're going for if they're going PG route no if they if they're gonna make it a hard R you fucking oath give it to me mm-hmm. I want creature features <laughs> our third story Amanda Steinberg will start in the remake of fear. Another remake. Oh, here all the people getting angry about the remakes. <laughs> um, I don't care, truthfully. I mean, what did the original have? Mark Warburg and, and Reese Witherspoon. Do you remember the original? He fingered her on the roller coaster. Then his dad didn't approve, so he bashed himself up to look like the dad bashed him. It's it's a it's a more of a thriller than a horror. Uh, I haven't seen Fear, so I have no idea what you're talking oh, okay, about. Okay, okay. Uh, it's it's an alright movie. It's okay. I wouldn't rave about it. I I don't think it needs a remake. But hey, I'll check it out. Well, hey, he fingered her on a roller coaster. That's skill. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll check it out. But yeah, I'm not overly. Cause I won't be running out first to see it. Yeah. So, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, that's it with news this week. Back Woo! to you. All right. Let's go and uh, hear what the people have to say in listener mail. All right. So, for the last ever listener mail, that's right. You heard it here. We're not doing listener mail after this. We have uh, a few people. A few people <laughs> wanted to get their last little words in so we have miss ginger jones she says hey tim and jill sorry i haven't had the chance to say something earlier been a bit flat out you guys are awesome you're oh, shucks <laughs> as I always said you are always my go-to podcast thanks ginger thanks it's going to be sad not being able to interact with you through listener mailbag anymore but i'm excited to hear what you have coming up stay you you love you bff ginge Oh, thanks, Ginge. Thanks, Ginge. Um, we will still 
interact with you guys, just yeah. not on the show. Yeah. And I'll explain why after I finish everyone's email. Uh, Rob Humphrey says, I don't do well with change. Are you trying to kill me? <laughs> sorry, sorry, Rob. Sorry, Rob. Uh, Alan Chacha. You can do it. Alan. Alan Chacha. He writes, so this is the last listener mail. I'm going to miss it. I hope you all are all well. I really, really enjoyed hearing y'all talk about Laws of Salem. It is one of my favourite horror movies. I was afraid y'all wouldn't like it. I want to watch it with the sound off while listening to Ghost. Nice. I think it would be interesting. For one last time, hit my music. Cha-cha. Oh, thanks, ma'am. Thanks, dude. Um, we'll get to everyone's. Alright, this one comes in from Fraser Scott. He asks a interesting question. Okay. If extraterrestrials came to Earth and thought every movie was actually a documentary and you had to show them one movie to briefly give them an idea of life on Earth, what movie would you pick? Oh, well, that's hard. It is. I know, I've been wrapping my brain for a while. And there is one that comes to mind, and that is Aliens. Aliens? Yes. Why? How does that sum it up? Because if aliens came to Earth and and thought every movie was a documentary, that would scare the shit out of them. They'd be like, oh my god, there's another race of aliens. <laughs> See? Thinking man here. And that would scare them off. They wouldn't want to be on Earth thinking there's another race of aliens that are clearly more superior. <laughs> what would you go? Um, oh. Uh... It's hard, eh? <laughs> Off the top of my head, I'll just go um, quarantine. Because <laughs> we get sick and get diseased and everything, and then they can see that. You um, turn into vicious monsters? Yeah, yeah. And they probably don't get sick, so they're like, fuck this, we're not staying here. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, I'd show them Jaws. Jaws are revenge. Then they'd realise that sharks can be... <laughs> they can roar. Yes. And get blown up by hitting a boat. That's right. Um, that's, a, that's a good question. Thank you, Fraser. <laughs> Speaking of Mayans are alien, we have a quest, another good question. This is a really good one. From Ryan Dick. He writes, For the last listener mail, old friend, Alien Resurrection for me was personally a 6 out of 10. However, I'd like to know your thoughts on why a director like Jean Paris... Jonet, I, I think I'm pronouncing that right, was picked to helm what was presumable the re- revamping of the Alien franchise. Thanks, bud. Strudel. Strudel. <laughs> All right, he wants to know what my thoughts on why director, why this director was picked. And, okay, look, I don't know much about this director, but I'm going off his IMDb credits. And before he did Alien Resurrection, he had one... Two, three. It looked like he had three feature films and the rest, which was about four short films. The thing is, his three feature films, you have Delicatessen, which came at a 7.7 out of 10. Then you have The King of Ads, part two, which that was a documentary, but 6.4. Then you had his other one, The City of Lost Children, which came in at a 7.6. So they're pretty high scores. Yeah, so they're high rating scores. And I think that Hollywood thought they would give the directing reign to a up-and-coming director, much like what The Mummy did with Alex Kurtzman. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, and I don't... I, I tell you right now, it's not the director's fault. 
the Alien Resurrection movie didn't go as well as they planned. I enjoy it. I don't I, mind it as Alien Resurrection. Alien Resurrection is probably one of my faves. I love it. It has problems. It has problems. Like every movie has problems. I, 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 I don't know. I, li- I like it because it hits me on a kind of a personal level and it kind of messes me up just with the, the, the baby alien. It's fucking horrifying with its it, sunken eyes. It is horrifying, and it's and it's sad because it's it, it, when Ripley shoots the the window and mm-hmm. it gets sucked out, and it's there holding its arms out to its mother and looking like you betrayed me, but please save me. That breaks my heart. <laughs> it's so fucking sad. I love in this movie how badass Ripley is. See, I don't like Ripley in this movie. I like her. Uh, she's, she's a whole different person. I like it. Um. So unfortunately, um. Because of Alien Resurrection, he didn't go on to do much of a career. He did a movie called Amelie. I don't know. You would know the cover. That's yeah, I've seen that there. cover, yeah. 8.3 out of 10. Shit. Uh, a very long engagement, which was 7.7. He knows his shit. He can... There's another one. Mick Max, which was 7.2. Everything he has done... Is high before rated. Before and after Alien Resurrection is being gold. And what's Alien Resurrection on there? Uh, let's see. 6.2. So it wasn't it's still bad, high. but it's still for an alien film. And it wasn't, the direction wasn't the problem with that film. I think it was just a case of too many cooks in the kitchen. Too many people trying to put their inputs in. And that's what happens with Hollywood a lot. I can, I can see. And then a they lot start of to lose see. their way and it all mashes together. Yeah. Yeah. Like you hear all the horror stories about alien three. Mm-hmm. Um, how much of a struggle that movie was to get up of ground. So the director, I think he did walk off set yeah. a couple of times because of the studio's involvement. Yeah. But yeah, hey, it's sad. Um, he could have had a really big career in Hollywood, but hey, he's, I mean, his last thing was in 2016. That was only a short and that got 6.5, but only 36 reviews. So yeah, it's sad. Anyway, uh, we have a question to be answered. Uh, once again, the last ever question. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much to everyone. I'll repeat this in a second, but thanks to everyone who has taken time out over the past 80 episodes to... To um, write to us. To write to us and, and just... And answer questions and everything. Yeah, yeah. It, it's meant the world to us. And we are giving this segment away only because we want to try and um, smallen... The, the episode length. Smallen. I don't know. What's the Shorten. right word? Shorten. That's a good word. <laughs> Shorten the episode length. And uh, and to be quite honest, me and Julissa almost came to uh, blows a few times over picking what question we mm-hmm. wanted for the next week. Yep. So we thought to save our marriage, we, we would uh, get rid of the, the questions. <laughs> so for the last ever question of the week, the, the question was... <laughs> What scene from a horror film has stuck with you the most? And Jaleesa is going to read them out. Yes, I am. And my God, we have some good ones. All 27 of them. <clears throat> oh, yeah, this is a good one. Ryan Sorkness. Hey, Ryan. Tree rape scene from Evil Dead. God damn, that's a good one. Wait, is that the remake or the original? Either way. Uh, the, the original's, I reckon, is worse. I find the new one worse. Yeah. It's that massive fucking black slug thing. Yeah. Scary. Uh, Innes May Robbles. Yeah. Grady twins at the end of the hallway. Don't go. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's a lot of people's number one. Uh, Geordie Van Vuklis, the clap scene in Conjuring. Oh, that's a good one. Mm. That fucked people up. Yeah, I agree. 
Darian Brock. Hey, Darian. Teddy Bear Blowjob The Shining. Oh, don't get me fucking started on that. <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> uh, the con- uh, Jordan James Huxley. Hey, Jordan. With The Conjuring, the hands clapping Look, again. Uh, once again, yep. It's a good one. Uh, Rob Humphrey. Hey, Rob. I must protest the decision <laughs> to no longer have a question of the week. The one scene that I will never be able to get out of my head is the home invasion scene in Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer. It will haunt me until the day I die. I have no idea what that movie is. Um, I don't think I'll let you watch that one. <laughs> okay. Rape scenes? Uh, we'll talk about it later. Okay. Uh, Alan Easterling? Alan! Sorry. That's Alan Cha-Cha. Sorry, Alan Cha-Cha. <laughs> I don't know why I said his last name. That's weird. Dawn of the Dead, 79. The scene where the SWAT raids the apartment. The whole scene sticks with me. Cool. That is a good scene. That whole movie's good. We have our friend Ginger Jones. Hey, Ginger. The clown doll scene from the original Poltergeist. Yeah. That messed my mum up. Zim Vader. Hey, Zim. I think I'm saying that right. Yep. The hedge clippers seen in Friday Five. Oh, that's so good because she's laying down there topless, just in, <laughs> embracing the sun, and then Jason comes with hedge clippers and sticks them in her eyes and just chops. Yeah. It's so brutal, but God, she has nice tits. <laughs> Mike Moyer. Hey, Mike. <clears throat> the last scene of audition when she is laying on the floor with a broken neck. And it replays the romantic dialogue from the beginning of the movie. Is it match you haven't seen it? I haven't seen Audition. And it's not my fault. I've been trying to find this fucking movie for so long. I've even gone on the internet to download because that's my last resort. But every time I get a copy, it has no subtitles. I cannot find Audition anywhere. And I really want to see it. Okay. Samantha Day. Hey, Sam. My fave is Ghostbusters 1. The Ghost of the Library, my favourite scene, still good to this day. It is. We watched that recently. Mm-hmm. 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 Wayne J. Williams. Hey, Wayne. American Werewolf in London. Yes! David's Transformation, you can't beat practical effects. That's right. That is right. Especially those practical effects. Mm-hmm. Sean Adams. Hey, Sean. Final Destination 2, The Pipe Truck. Oh, Yes. The, the start of Final Destination, you know, with the big trucks with the logs. Is that the pipe truck? I think he means logs. It's the, the log tree logs? Truck? Yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. I was yeah. thinking the pipe when it goes through a head. You know, the airbag? Oh, yeah. It could be that one. Maybe. It's Maybe one that's of, one he's talking one about. One of the two. Either um, way, it's fucked up. Michelle Kerr. Mm-hmm. Alice waking up in the coffin in Plague of the Zombies. Oh, yeah. Nice. Hey, Michelle. Uh, Tim Walker. Hey, Tim. The recovered footage seen in Lake Mongo. Okay. (laughs) Lance Langford. Hey, Lance. Strapped down in the asylum in Jacob's Ladder. Jacob's Ladder is another film I haven't seen because I can't find it anywhere. (laughs) You keep trying. I will. We have Alan again. Alan! Why are you getting rid of this? It makes me sad. I'm sorry, Alan. Sorry. Monica. Hey, Monica. Uh, The Beast Within, where the guy puts his head against the jail wall and the beast smashes his head through the brick wall. Nice. Warren Money. Hey, Warren. There are four that plagued my nightmares as a child. Ew, that was a big one. 
uh, Pencil in the Foot in Evil Dead. Oh my fuck. So good. David in the Gurney in An American Werewolf in London with yellow eyes. Yes. The Twilight Zone, the movie, Dan Aykroyd and Albert Brooks in The Ambulance. Mm -hmm. Do you want to see something really scary? And Michael Jackson's thriller at the end when he turns to the camera with yellow eyes. Yeah. Fuck you, John Landis. (laughs) (laughs) And then we have Michelle McDonald. Hey, Michelle. Hills have eyes, deformed cunts. Uh, is that Michelle that or Mitchell? In... Oh, Mitchell. Sorry. <laughs> Mitchell McDonald. Mitchell McDonald. I'm so sorry, Mitchell. Uh, Hills have eyes, deformed cunts. Special that dude in the wheelchair. <laughs> he is pretty creepy. <laughs> when he sings the national anthem, the American national anthem, with his um, raspy voice. It's fucking awesome. I love it. <laughs> Uh, that's it for this week. Woo! That is it. 27 for... comments. Very yeah. good, people. Thank you. Everyone showed up this week. Thank you so much. Uh, I just want to give a special shout out to a certain someone who has uh, very rarely failed to message each and every week, and that's uh, Mr. Alan Cha-Cha. We gave him the name Cha-Cha after co-host Alan because he was with us from the start and... Uh, Massive thanks to you, dude. Mm-hmm. But to everyone else out there who was who was uh, made effort to message us, we would just appreciate all of you. From yeah. uh, Rob Humphrey to Ginger Jones to Darian Times, Cake Wolf, the list goes on. We even had that weird guy from Peru who used to email us. Hotshot Jerry. Yeah. I don't know. I think he died. But anyway. Yeah, we haven't heard from him in ages. He probably died. But anyway. Got bit by a dingo. Maybe. Dingo? He lives in Peru. <laughs> I was thinking La Perouse for some reason. My God. <laughs> Whoopsies. Uh, yeah, so thank you, everyone. Guys, that is it for listener mail. So uh, stay tuned with us. If you do want to still keep in contact with us, and we do, we, uh, we would love to hear from you still. You can just contact us at the Facebook page, Horror for Dummies at Facebook, or go to horrorfordummies.com. Yeah. And you can... Uh, Tell us your thoughts there. We're not going to ignore you, we swear. Yeah, we still are very active on that. And who knows, maybe one day me and Lisa might have a bunch of questions that we decided to uh, agree upon and we'll come back with it. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Uh, All right, so what we're going to do here now is usually the time that we do the the feature presentation and all that stuff. But because we're changing a little bit of a format, we are going to jump into the madness and, uh, and discuss which franchise will continue on and which next two fighters are up. So let's cue the music and let the madness begin. All right, last week we had uh, an interesting two franchises that went head-to-head. They are the Paranormal Activity franchise versus the Gremlins franchise. Let's hear what people had to say before we tell you who advances and who is going home. Okay. Abraham Ram says, The first Gremlins is better than any Paranormal Activity film, but overall I think Paranormal Activity is the stronger franchise. And I agree with you, Abraham. Uh, Chris Schaefer says our heroes, quote-unquote, in the Paranormal Activity franchise are very hard to like. Stupid people doing stupid things. That's not fair. I like Paranormal. <laughs> <laughs> Lance Layford, Paranormal sucks balls. Ooh. Whatever. He he liked Pet Cemetery 2019, so he has no cho- He has no input. 
<laughs> Rang Ridgeway says, Ghostly boys give me the spookers, friend. Whereas gremlins do the same thing as my cats after midnight. I'm guessing he's taking gremlins. I don't know. Yes. Uh, Stephen Lowblad says, because paranormal, <laughs> because paranormal activity is really lame. Well, shut up. Anyway, um, so the winner is gremlins. Ooh, my gremlins. Uh, and this one was, we had 78 votes. And let me just check. Um, 17 of those votes went to Paranormal Activity. 61 went to the gremlins. Are you fucking kidding me? So it was 78% to 22%. Gremlins move forward. That's some bullshit right there. No, it's not. Paranormal Activity franchise is heaps better. I took gremlins. Whatever. All right. The next two fights we have are James Wan versus James Wan. Ooh. We have the Saw franchise versing the Conjuring universe. Mm. This one is interesting. What one do you go for? All right, well, let's break it down. Hold your horses there, Jaleesa. Hold your horses. Christ. Let's break it down. Let's go with Saw first. So Saw has eight films. That's including the new Jigsaw film that came out not last year. A couple years ago. I think. Um, and apparently they're in works, as we said last week, they're in works for a new Saw film. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saw is one of those films, and I'm not saying that it did start, but it's m- most memorable for starting the, the, the torture, um, what do you call it, the horror porn, the torture porn yeah. subgenre. Um, and I was a fan of the torture porn. Yep. I'm one of those few people that liked the torture porn category. Yeah. I just wanted gore. Heaps and heaps of gore and saw delivered. But there was also that storyline that I didn't give a fuck about. I don't care about the whole police investigation and all that stuff. I just wanted to see people get fucked up. And I haven't seen Saw recently. Yeah. I mean, in a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I mean, I've seen the first one like a couple of years ago because we reviewed it. But the rest of the series, I haven't seen for years. Um, what do you feel about Saw? Um, look, it's fine. It's extremely gory, which I enjoy. Yep. Um, I don't really feel the need to go and watch it again, though, to be honest. Because I've seen them all a few times. Yeah, the only time I would, and maybe, like, I'm sure you can go on YouTube and just search up the the deaths of Saw, and -hmm. it would be in one big compilation. Um, so I'd probably do that. I don't feel I need to, unless I was, unless we were reviewing the franchise, I don't really want to go and watch the franchise again. Yeah. So let's jump into the Conjuring universe. Now, the Conjuring universe has three, four, five, six, seven, eight, uh, seven, seven entries in and they are getting more. So yeah, I didn't didn't know if that was correct or not though. (laughs) So we have Conjuring 1 and Conjuring 2. Annabelle 1, Annabelle 2, Annabelle 3, that's coming out soon. Not out yet. Uh, we have The Nun, and we have La Llorona, The Curse of La Llorona, um, which was released not long ago. Yep. And for the most part, I enjoy these films. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first Annabelle was... Well, was yeah. It was fine. It was fine. <laughs> the Nun, I enjoyed The Nun. For yep. what it was, it wasn't, it wasn't the best in this franchise at all. La Llorona, I'm yet to see. Uh, but Conjuring 1 and 2 are great. Yep. And I think I'm in need for a rewatch of those films. That takes out the whole thing, I think, just those two alone. Yeah, look, I'm I'm going the Conjuring universe on this. Um, and I honestly feel that most people will as well. Yeah. And, uh, and you are too. Like, I absolutely love the Saw theme music. 
Yes. Love is probably my favorite. Yeah. But this one, I'm going to have to go Conjuring. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I enjoy Conjuring more. Mm-hmm. So, hey, it's up to you guys, though. If you guys want to have your voices heard, go over to horrorfordummies.com. There you will find the polls. and um, Or you can go on Facebook. Either way, it's the same fucking thing. Um, you can go onto the polls and click which one you are voting for. Yep. Saw franchise versus the Conjuring universe. And make sure you click on the Conjuring universe. <laughs> and who, with who you want to move forward. Yeah, and, 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 and uh, comment why. You know? Yeah. Say why you want this franchise to move forward. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, I will soon post the updated bracket on who's advanced and what more to go. So you guys get a little bit of an idea of how this bracket is going. Yep. So yeah, okay, now we can finally stop and we can finally talk about a certain movie that just got released. Yeah. Which is called Brightburn. So let's hit that uh, feature presentation and we'll be back with this. And now for our feature presentation... There are believed to be no survivors among the 268 passengers on board. No, no, no! Whatever you've done, I know there is good inside you. I do good, Mom. I do. 
We are talking about Brightburn from 2019. This one is fucking new, like really new, like just days old. Like it's a little baby, like a newborn baby. It's got that baby smell on it. That's how new it is. You know, <laughs> okay, Tim, that's enough. Okay. Um, so what we're going to do here, guys, is we're going to give you our spoiler-free review right now and just let you know if we recommend it or if we don't and say check it out on Netflix or throw it in the bin. We will when tell it you. Comes out. Yeah. So you personally go and go buy, buy it, it and then and throw it in the that's bin. That's right. We will tell you what to do with this movie when it comes out. And then after that, what we're going to do is we are going to close the show as we normally would, say our goodbyes, play the song, and then we will be back after the song has finished with uh, the spoiler review. So mm-hmm. if you have not seen this movie yet, um, listen to this part and then turn it off. Or if you don't care, you can stick around. But if you have seen the movie, stick around and we'll give you our full-blown thoughts. Yep. Um, so, yeah. All right, Brightburn. What the fuck is Brightburn, Lisa? Do you want to explain this movie? Brightburn is pretty much an evil Superman. But it's not Superman. It's not Superman, no. Mm-hmm. But same concept. So, apparently, um, I... Okay, before going into it deep right now, before saying everything... I am in no way, shape, or form a superhero fan. I don't watch the Marvel films. I don't care about the Marvel films. I don't care about DC. I fucking hate Superman. Sorry, Huxley. I think he's a boring fucking kindergarten creation that is just like... That wears his underpants on the outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I just don't like... I find Superman the most boring character out of all the superheroes. Um, so, in saying that, I have no idea about any origin story of Marvel or DC or anything like that. And Superman, I have no no information whatsoever. I don't know his origin story. I mean, I got a gist of his origin story. Well, you know he's from Krypton. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe I know a bit about him. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I don't know to what extent his origin story is. Apparently, his mum's name's Martha. I, Martha Kent. Okay. How, how do you know all this? Because I know. I've okay. seen Superman. Poor you. Um, <laughs> so in saying that, I I have heard reports that this movie is exactly Superman's origin story. Mm-hmm. But if he chose the dark side instead of the light side. Yep. That's that's the basic, basic gist. Basic premise of it. Yep. All right. So let's. We've already given you the premise, but let's tell you what IMDb says. What if a child from another world crash-landed on Earth, but instead of becoming a hero to mankind, he proved to be something far more sinister? That's pretty cool. I like that. (laughs) Uh, That's all they needed to say. Yeah. This one comes in at 1 hour 31 minutes and is a horror sci-fi film, and we'll get into that in a second. Mm -hmm. This comes in at a 6.6 out of 10 on IMDb. Okay. It stars Elizabeth Banks mm, as Tori Briar. And she has been in... I think everyone knows who Elizabeth Banks is. She was from a movie called Slither. Um, I'm just noting horror films here. I'm not going to go into a whole discography. Whole filmography. Yeah. Uh, David Denman as Carl Breyer. And he is a fucking beast of a man. He's huge. (laughs) And he has been... What has he been in, Julissa? You tell me. Logan Lucky. I haven't seen that. He was in the Power Rangers film, the new one. Oh, um, God. Apparently he was in The Gift as Greg. And 
You've seen that, I haven't, so... I have, and you should see it. Um, but yeah, he's a big man. Uh, and then the other person that I will mention is Jackson A. Dunn, who plays Brandon Breyer. He is the Brightburn character. He has been in... Um, he was in Glow. He played White Boy 2. White Boy 2? Yeah. Uh, apparently he's in Avengers Endgame as Scott Lang. So yeah, I don't know who Scott Lang is. But yeah, he, um, he is a young kid in this movie. This is directed by David Yaravesky. Yeah. And he has done... Uh, he is the director of... Wait, let me just check. Let me just check. I'm... I'm I haven't got my notes here, so give me a second. He did a movie called The Hive, and this one, I know the title. I just, I cannot think of the movie. I don't, yeah, sorry, guys. It rings a bell. I'm I'm pretty sure I've seen it, but I don't know. But uh, we don't care about the director because we care about who this is written by. And the writers are Brian Gunn and Mark Gunn. You know that surname Gunn at all, Julissa? Um... They direct good movies? Well, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, they're, they're not directors. They are related to James Gunn. Do you know who James Gunn is? A director? He... <laughs> <laughs> he's more notably as a, a producer. Yes, he's a director. Yeah, he directed um, Guardians of the Galaxy films. Um, what else has he done? He's done, he's done good things. Um, he did Slither. You seen Slither? Slither is yeah. a good film. Um, he's notably more of a, a writer slash producer. He's done a lot of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, he's good. I like him. All right, uh, Brightburn. I'll I'll start if that's right with you. Mhm. Uh, I just want to go in with my quick initial thoughts first before you come in. Yeah. Um, when this was announced and when the trailer for this movie came in, I was keen. I was looking forward to it, and then something hit me, and my dreams and hopes kind of came crashing down. I instantly thought, yep, they're going to eventually turn this into a PG-13 film, much like they did with Venom and a lot of other superhero films. Because you get news of, all oh, this superhero movie's going to come out, and it's going to be in the horror genre. They're going to make it horror. Kind of, I heard that with Logan, <clears throat> um, and Venom was another one. Mm-hmm. X-Men, one of the X- New Mutants that's coming out apparently that's going to be a horror um, so there was for the whole time I was I was waiting for the news to, to hit Brightburn has been a P, been given a PG-13 rating yeah um, so that was in my mind the whole time I am proud to announce that they never did that mm-hmm. this movie is 100% a horror film yeah and they did not hold back mm-hmm. with the gore. Yep. My goodness. This has some of the best gore I have seen. And I fucking loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, just to cut my thoughts short, Jill, you can go into yours. Okay. Um, I'm with you on that. I didn't actually watch the trailer because I didn't want anything really ruined for me. Yep. <laughs> which I'm glad I didn't. Um, I really liked this movie. The gore was awesome. Yeah. Um, it actually shocked me because I didn't think that they'd do anything like that, which they actually did, and I'm very surprised. Um, no, it was a, it was a good movie. 
Going into um, what you said just then about the trailer, I watched the trailer today. Mm-hmm. Now that I've seen the movie, I, I watched the first trailer. I did when it came out. Yep. Um, but I stayed away from the second trailer, and my god, I'm so glad I did. Because it shows the good it, fucking bits. Yeah. We'll get more into it in spoilers. Remind me I said that, because I'll tell you what it shows in the second trailer. If you guys haven't seen the trailer to this movie yet, avoid it. Go into this movie as blind as you can. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, turn this podcast off and go see the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm giving my recommendations early. I love this film. Yeah. I had such a good time with it. And it kind of stirred around in my head overnight and, and today. And I got more of a love and I got more excited and more of a, of a, of a want to mm-hmm. go to the cinema now and spend my hard-earned money to see it again. Yep. I had such a good time watching this movie. I love the premise of this movie that if Superman was bad, yeah, it's awesome. It is cool, and this has been a this has been a a premise that has been spoken of so long. I, yeah. I used to hear this when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and they finally pulled the plunge. They made a movie out of it, and they didn't hold back. Yeah, yeah, like with his superpowers and what he can do, like he can fuck the world up. He can, he can, and we'll get more into that in spoilers. But let's talk about the other characters in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Elizabeth Banks and the father. <laughs> I can't remember his name. The mother <laughs> and the father of this of this story. Yeah. Um, I thought that... Look, the acting all around was great. Yeah. Their chemistry together is what helped make this film. Yes. Um, David Denham. Sorry. They were very believable. Yeah. they, they I believed that they were a married couple. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt kind of sad for Elizabeth Banks because she going to get squashed when they have sex. Because that dad is fucking huge. <laughs> He's massive. He's easily like, I don't know, he felt like he was like six foot seven. He probably wasn't that big. Maybe Elizabeth Banks is just tiny. I don't know. He looked big. And he's fucking friends. He There's a scene where he's playing pool with his friends. And his friends are just as big. What the fuck? What's happening in Kansas? Anyway. Um, so the acting. Uh, from the... What? The acting from the, from the... We'll talk about the parents right now. Elizabeth Banks and David Denham. I loved their, their chemistry together. Yep. And the thing about this movie is it's not just... I mean, the majority of the movie is a Superman gone evil type film, but there's also that parent parental feel to the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, um, one of them believes what he's doing is wrong. One of them is, is sticking with him type of thing. Sticks to the kid like and, he can do no wrong type thing. Yeah, and that's that's a very real thing to happen. You don't like parents don't believe that their their kids can do wrong. Yeah, and they're handling it like any other parent would. Yeah. Like they're coming to the realization that their kid could be doing these things, but yeah. they don't want to believe it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, so I liked how they how they went about that. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> the kid in it, uh, Brandon Bright. We'll just call him Brightburn, even though he's not called Brightburn, <laughs> but. Uh, the, the, the super the super villain I don't know what to call him just call him Brendan Breyer his name Brendan in the Breyer the kid in this he does a outstanding job because he plays he does something crazy that is that shows off his his talent he for, for, for parts 
he comes off as this really sweet little kid, and you, and you can get behind him, but then you can see his sinister side at the same time. And he comes off really creepy at times. Mm-hmm. And I really got this sense of dread from um, beneath his eyes, if yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. So I thought he did great in that. I just want to talk about the horror side of this movie. Did you find this a horror film? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, because for I, sure. What I like to do is, once I see a movie, I like to listen to other people's thoughts, and I like to watch reviews or listen to podcast reviews. I listened to a couple today, um, and... Uh, <laughs> So many people are so afraid to use the word horror when it comes to film. I heard a person um, say, this isn't a horror film, it's a dark thriller. It's like, oh, shut the fuck up. Just say it's horror, okay? To me, this is this is very much a horror. If you're going to say The Conjuring is a, is a horror, then this is a horror. Because it had that feel and that dread, and they pushed the tension pretty high. Yeah. There were scenes... And I'm going to admit right now, there was a scene at the start of this movie that got me when it really shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was uh, very amateurish of me. Yeah. Um, but it, it got me. And uh, there was a there was a few scenes where I was clenching, um, putting my fingernails into the seat of the <laughs> of the cinemas. <laughs> it it worked for me. I, I found it frightening at start at yeah. at, at, at scenes. I'd be terrified if I said the wrong thing to this kid or yes. got on his bad side. Yeah. Because then that look that he gives you. Yeah, yeah. And you, and that's terrifying. We, we, we learn to know that the look is not good. Um, <laughs> um, <clears throat> let's talk about... Okay, was there anything that you didn't like about this movie? Uh, some things were unexplained or... Um, couple characters just dropped off yeah but um other than that no it was pretty good look there were um some they they didn't explain the the kind of the rules of who he he was and and his powers and stuff like that they kind of gloss over um how i don't want to spoil too much how, how he becomes who he is and i felt like they could have maybe spent a little more time maybe explaining his um what, what's the word how, how he, his, his powers and how he can use them or how he got them yeah because he got the kind of gist but there is a part in the movie where I was a little unsure and I'm still unsure to to it this day mm-hmm. as to what kind of happened and I'll, I'll explain more in spoilers but I think they could have done a bit better job explaining some things yeah the, the start of this movie, the funny thing is the start of this movie, the first quarter of this movie, I felt that it kind of dragged at times. But then thinking about it now, the whole movie was a little bit uh, fast paced and I felt that they could have... They ex- tried to squash a lot into yeah. an hour and a half. Yeah, I felt that they could have extended it just a little bit. Like it's an hour and a half movie, make it an hour and 40 minutes. Or an hour and 50. Yeah. And you could have explained a bit more of, of his origin story and um, how he's come to be and how he's turned to this dark side. Yep. Um, yep. That was really the only flaw for me. Um, I didn't find much else wrong with it. Um, I, 
Going back to, I have to mention this because I was pissing myself laughing on the way home from work today. I was listening to another podcast about this movie and this guy who I won't name uh, was so outraged with this movie. Really? Because, um, quote unquote, they ruined Superman for him. Firstly, how, how did they ruin Superman? Well, that because this guy was the biggest pussy I've ever heard because they put gore into a Superman story. He he thought it was unnecessary and was just outrageous and disgusting that they did things like this. And it was the the funniest thing I've ever heard. He made so many points that just don't make sense and was easily explainable. Um, but yeah. Oh, whoever you are, just go home. Just uh, just quit your day job. I can show you the, the, the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, it was fucking hilarious. Look, to me, I had an absolute blast watching this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we won't go full into depth because we are going to spoil it now. But let's finish off with our uh, our last recommendations and a score out of 10. Okay. So you yep. want to go first? Um, so I recommend either see it, wait for Netflix or whatever, or throw it in the bin. I'm you going to... You all three of those? Just, just hold your horses, all right? I haven't finished. Um, I recommend see this film and make up your own mind. See but where? At the movies. Okay. Um... Or you can wait till it comes out. It's up to you. It depends what you want to do. Uh-huh. But uh, definitely a must-see. Um, I don't think you'll be disappointed. And out of 10? Out of 10, I'll go an 8. 8? Okay. 8. Here's, here's my final thoughts are this. Um, everyone, every, every second, I feel every second person in this universe is somewhat a superhero fan. I mean, look how much money the Marvel Universe has done. Mm-hmm. And everyone raves about when superhero movies come out and they, they turn to the R-rated side. I mean, how many people talk about Deadpool and Logan? This is a film that you need to go see if you are a fan of those types of films. If you are a fan of superhero films, horror films, or um, action films, um, this is a must-watch at cinemas. Yeah. I I found little to nothing wrong with this movie. There were some flaws throughout the movie that um that I'll talk about, but overall, this is definitely a must-watch, and it is sitting at my number two spot um, in wow. the best of 2019 films. So, what's your score? My score, and I've been I've been wrestling with my score all day. I think, oh man, the 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 real score that I should give it is an eight out of ten, but I've been think I, it hasn't left my mind this whole time, and I really I really 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 want to go and watch it at the cinemas again. So I'm going to give it a nine out wow. of ten. I really had fun with this movie. Okay. Um, go and see it. So yes. So okay, what we're going to do now is we're going to say goodbye, uh, wrap things up, play the song, and then if you guys want to stick around for the spoiler discussion. Please do so. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't seen it yet and you do want to see it, please don't listen to the spoilers. Go in as blindly as you can. Yeah. I warn you. <laughs> it will ruin everything it, good. Yeah, it really will. Um, because there are some scenes that I was so happy weren't ruined. So, yes. All right. So, this has been Horror for Dummies episode 80. We are 20, from, 20 episodes away from 100. 
Wow. Um, so thank you to everyone who has uh, listened to any previous episodes or listened to this one. We thank you all. If you want to follow us, please go to horrorfordummies.com or the Facebook page or uh, we have an Instagram page that Julius is still trying to figure out. Uh, <laughs> yes, it's just not linking to my other account for some fucking reason. But I'm trying, peeps. Stupid, and hopefully it will come back on soon. Stupid technology. It is, yes. Um... On top of that, make sure you do the polls. Get into us and tell us who, what franchise you think is better. And uh, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts under the uh, Padded Room Network um, banner. We are proud members of that network. Mm-hmm. So, until next time, we will be doing... <sighs> Happy Death Day. We promise you this time we are going to be doing it. We have a guest planned. Hopefully there will be no hospital trips this time. It better fucking not be. Well, no more um, power bombs, all right? Yeah, here. fine. <laughs> Pile drivers this time. No, don't think so. Uh, yes, yeah, so we'll be doing Happy Death Day, uh, the original, and Happy Death Day to you on the next episode. Um, if, you, if, you, if you're cutting out now, thank you guys. Uh, we'll be back next week. Bye. Dip!
Welcome, welcome to the Ching Chang Wong's Chinese restaurant. We have all the special ingredients ready for you to come every Saturday night or maybe even Sunday if you like. We have shredded pork and fried rice and fried dog and fried rice. It's all good for you. You come down to 733 Chatswood Grove, Ching Wan Day. And we have ready special for you. If you're listening now, then you either have seen the movie or you do not give a shit about Brightburn. Once again, if you have not seen Brightburn and you want to, now's your time to leave in three, two, one. So how cool was that death scene with the car? Straight into so it. I'm going straight, straight in. in. They, had, they had many warnings. <laughs> Alright, let's talk about the deaths in this in this movie. Because right. that's the first thing I need to I want to talk about. Yep, let's do it. Uh my god. This movie delivered. It did. <laughs> it did not hold back. The okay, let's talk about let's just go through all the deaths. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, now let's start. What 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 was the first? Okay, the first thing we have to talk about is the little girl's hand. When he. So we start with the little ones and get to the big ones. Well, uh, well <laughs> the, th- the thing that happened first. Was that the first thing that happened? Oh yeah, yeah. Must yeah. have been. Yeah. Yeah. So he grabs the little girl's hand. The girl. Calls him a pervert and drops him to the floor. Because he was in her room um, at her window and then disappeared. Yeah. So then when she was at school, she was a bit standoffish and scared of him. Yes. And then she didn't catch him and he fell back in their little activity. Yeah. And then that's when the teacher made her help him up and... He broke her hand. He gave that evil look. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, I'm going to fuck you up. And he broke her hand. He like squeezed her fingers together, broke that, and then broke down. So he broke her wrist. Was it down well. or up? Either, either way, it doesn't matter. Put it um, down. It was fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you could hear the bones breaking. Okay, the, uh, I need to stop you there. The sound design in this movie was fucking awesome. Uh-huh. And I'm just going to jump straight into one of the most notable kills because of the sound design. The uncle scene where he, where the uncle's in the car, uh, Brendan. Brandon Breyer picks up the car, drops it. Uncle's mouth goes through the steering wheel and his jaws Just hanging. The sound design on him gurgling on his own blood was in fucking sane. Mm -hmm. Holy shit, man. I... Like you've seen his head hit the steering wheel and his jaw break apart. My God. And then when the car landed, you've seen his jaw just flop open, just hanging on by a corner. Yeah. 
Oh my! And then God. he's there trying to hold it together. Yeah, and, and the whole time I'm thinking, are they going to show it? And then he just drops it, and the jaw drops. My God, the effects in that were just incredible. Mm-hmm. Loved it, loved it. Um, let's talk about the the other the the, the first kill, which was the the little girl's mum mm-hmm. in the diner scene. Yep. Um, <laughs> they they um. Fulci. They did a Fulci. Fulci kill. What's that mean? So in the movie Zombie, uh, there's a scene in the movie Zombie with uh, eye trauma. And uh, the the zombie pulls her head into like a sharp piece of wood and it sticks into her eye. This movie does the same, well, relatively the same thing, where the glass explodes and the shard of glass goes into her eye. And you can't deal with it, eye trauma, can you? Oh, it fucks me up. Eye trauma messes me up bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one just worked well. This one, okay, this movie had very similar gore to the remake of Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. Where it was like, um, I can't believe I'm watching this right now. Yeah. Um, much like how I was with Evil Dead, the remake. Like that uh, diner scene with the glass shattering. Yeah. I was... It got me because when you first seen her face, she had a few cuts on it. You didn't notice her eye at first. So I was like, oh, is that it? And then you notice her eye. Yes. then she goes yes. and opens it and then you see the shard. Yeah. I noticed something there but because it's glass, it's see-through. And I didn't think that would reflect on it that much. And then she realizes that it's a fucking... And it wasn't like a small shard. Like when she's pulling it out. It was fucking in there. It was huge. <laughs> and My... it pulled out a bit of her eye. That, Leanne, that, this is why I wear glasses. <laughs> oh, is that the reason? No. But anyway, <laughs> just eye trauma really gets to me. It, it, you know when you see someone poke themselves in the eye or touch their eye, it makes your eyes water? Yeah. Yeah, much the same to watching it on movies. Mm-hmm. It makes my eyes water and I hate it. Yeah. It gets to me. Um, I want to talk about the, the death that bothered me the most. Um... And that is the the death of the mum okay, in this yeah. movie. And, it, and like, I mean, it bothered me in, in two senses of the word. I mm-hmm. mean, it's his mum, the killing of his mum. It's kind of sad and all that stuff. But how he kills her really, really uh, got to me. Because that, okay, this, what happens is he his mum goes to stab him and he catches her and then he picks her up, flies all the way up to... Where planes fly. Yeah, yeah, where planes fly and then just drops her. And that is probably my favourite death in this film mm-hmm. because it's like my worst fear ever. That's like... Just falling. I'd rather you chop off my head. Just straight away chop off my head. That whole falling to your death, it makes me sick thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And I love... Uh, I love how we don't see anything from it. And the whole time when he did that, I was thinking, imagine if a plane came by and he just thought he just punched the plane. I'm like, please do it, please do it. And then you see the plane coming. I'm like, oh my god, they're gonna <laughs> do it. Unfortunately, they don't. But what he does is, I loved what he does. How he throws the plane towards the farmhouse and causes an accident. So it stay- destroys his farmhouse. Yeah. No survivors except for him. And I love that because he's so smart. But the thing that really, really, I, I thought was brilliant is how he's just sitting there eating a cookie, not with no 
scarab of sadness in his face at all. No remorse. No remorse. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's that's him. The, through the whole film I love this little kid He was remorseless He didn't give a fuck Yeah How the parents told him That his uncle's dead And he says I feel like you want me To cry right now Yeah he's just like Okay Yeah Yeah Or the the best part Of the movie for me One of the best parts Is when His auntie Aka the school counsellor Is talking to him About Him hurting The girl's hand Yeah And She said Do you feel sorry and he's there stumbling around for a minute. And what does he say? Something along the lines of, um, some people deserve it. He says something um, along the lines of that. Yeah, like something, sometimes bad things happen to people and it's fine or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I loved, oh man, I loved that. I just, I fell in love with this kid. Mm-hmm. Because he just does not give a fuck yeah. about anyone. He's in it for himself and that's it. And I respect that. <laughs> um, Take the world Yeah, yeah um, Let's jump into the credits Because I want to talk about the the hidden thing if, if you guys didn't know what the hidden thing is At the end we have Michael Rooker Being like some kind of um, What was your uh, um, Conspiracy theorist Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah And he's, uh, <laughs> he's on his like they play him up as if he's like a YouTube sensation. He's a conspiracy theorist. And it's he's... like a recorded podcast slash news. Yeah, but it's thing. on. Yeah, but it's on. Like, like it's on YouTube. There's there's heaps of them out. Like there's conspiracy artists, and he's talking about Brightburn and how he's doing all these things. But he also mentions, and they say it a few times, that there's some evil man creature thing under the sea that's evil. Yeah. I.e. Aquaman, yeah. and also a woman. Using a lasso. The strangles her victims. Yes. I.e. Wonder Woman. So, what... I don't know. Here's the, here's the thing. There's a little bit of me that would kind of want a sequel where there's other people with him that team up. Yeah. And they fuck all the world. Because <laughs> that kind of make me happy. It's like, yeah, where's your DC Universe now? Fuck you all. Horror's <laughs> taken over again. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know if they're going to do it, for one, or if it would be as good. Or I, I, I kind of feel it would be too full on, too, like, over the top ridiculousness. Yeah. If they do. What, what do you think? I think it could be cool. Like, just picture that Aquaman creature thing um, taking to the sea and being like Jaws and fucking shit up. Imagine that. You had me at Jaws. Yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. Mm-hmm. I Look, I don't know Aquaman at all, but um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm in. Like you just see his eyes, like half his head pop up from like over here and then he disappears and fucks shit up. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm being selfish here. I want a sequel because I want to see more of this character, more Brightburn. I want to see more of how I he fucks shit up. I feel more things needs to be explained as well. Yeah, it does. It mm-hmm. does. Um, uh, going into what I said earlier, how they don't really explain the rules. What I was men- meaning was when he first he he hears like a voice and it lures him to. It's, it's like whispering, like a different sort of language. Yes. That he keeps hearing, and um, then he gets lured to the barn under this trap door, and um, obviously he doesn't know what's under there. And every night he keeps hearing this voice. And then he ends up 
um, what translating himself as to what it means. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that it doesn't explain who that voice is, where it's coming from. Yeah, um, anything like that. And that I kind of wish they did explain more. That's what I was trying to get at before. Yeah. Um, they they don't really explain the rules of their own story. Yeah. Because um, when he came to Earth in his um little spaceship. I don't know what you call it. Yeah. His his capsule. Yeah, say that. Um, his mum and dad hid it in the barn under this trap door, and that's what he keeps trying to open. Mm-hmm. And the mum found him there the first night and thought he was sleepwalking. And there was like this red light glow. Then the next time she seen him, he smashed it open, and he was there floating. So I'm guessing he got his flying powers then. Yeah. From this machine. Yeah. And then he was hearing a lot more whispers and things and it didn't go into where from anything like that yeah and i i wish they did i really wanted more of an explanation yeah um like there's there's parts in this movie that i didn't need any more of an explanation but this is something that that i really needed Mm -hmm. um as you were saying before they kind of just forget about certain characters Mm -hmm. you mentioned the 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 young girl who he has a crush on yeah, and that's the reason why he killed his mum in the diner. Because yeah. the this is the little girl whose hand he broke. Um, he showed up in her room again f- with flowers, yeah. with her cast on. And then she said, my mum told me I'm not allowed to talk to you. And yeah. then he said, I'm going to take care of that. Then that's when he fucked the mum up with the glass and everything. And then you never see the little girl for the rest of the movie. She disappears. Yeah. But did you need to see her again? Like what, what? I feel that he needed to come back and saying like, it, "You can talk to me now. It's been taken care of, or whatever." And she's like, "What have you done?" Like I would have liked something like that. Yeah. Or like if she said, "What have you done?" and and kind of reject him, and then he kills her. Yes, that would have been cool. Or he brings the mum's body to her. I'll be even more <laughs> fucked up. Well, okay, yeah, because <laughs> what he does with the mum's body, and you and you you hear the police report saying that the the body's missing, and then you find out later that it's nailed to the wall near the spaceship. Yeah, under the trap door. What was he using the body for? That was what I was saying. Was um, I didn't need an explanation to this. He but... was. It looked like he was dissecting her. It was all cut open. Then yeah. that takes me back to what the parents found under his bed. Ah, very good. Why do you think of that? So he's so learning he was, about the human anatomy. Through... And he was curious. I think that's also why he started killing people. Oh, that's very good. I didn't pick that up. Yeah. Well done, Jip. You're welcome. Um, oh, man, uh, the father of this story. Now, the father is the one who finds the clues more and, and realizes that his son isn't exactly his son. And the scene that really bothered me is when he takes his son hunting and shoots his son in the head. Shoots um, Brendan in the head. Yeah, but this is after he's done all the bad and he's yeah, trying well he realizes, to stop everything. Yeah, he realizes that his son is, is evil yeah. and must kill him to save everyone else. Yeah. But it really bothered me while Brandon's looking at tracks, the dad's behind him with the, with the, with the rifle and just shoots him in the head. And I love how the gun, like, you, you hear the bullet, like, smack him. 
but nothing comes of it. Kind of just ricochets and keeps going. Yeah, yeah, but it really got to me how Brandon turns around and has that look of betrayal on his eyes, mm-hmm. much how the baby in Alien Resurrection does. Then it turns to that evil look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, how did you feel about that? I was meaning to ask you. With the look on his face? No, how he shoots him in the head and everything like that. Um... Did you, can you, can you... i seen it coming. Oh, so did I, but how yeah. did you feel like when it happened? Like, did you get emotional at all from that scene? No. I did. No. Like, it's sad that he's going to actually do that and he could do it so easily. Like, I thought he was actually going to pull his hand off the trigger and not do it. Yeah. Yeah. But he, he I, did it. <laughs> yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. I, look, I... I'm trying to put myself in in, in his shoes mm-hmm. as well. I, I can't imagine my son being evil for one, so it's kind of hard for me to do that. But if if it was, I don't think I could shoot it. Yeah. I mean, you've you've grown to love this kid for twelve years of his life, and then just just to turn around because he killed your friend, turn around and shoot him in the head. I I couldn't do it. Mm. I couldn't do it. I think the dad pieced together. He broke the girl's hand. He's the one who killed the mum. Like, the little girl's mum. Yeah. So he's starting to think, what is this monster we brought into our house? Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I get that, but, like, how I just how easily he can just... Hmm. I know it's the right thing to do, but still, like, I couldn't do it. Yeah, that's why at the last second I thought he was going to take his finger off the trigger, but he didn't. And I'm... Look, I'm... It, for entertainment purposes, I'm glad he didn't, and I'm glad he did what he did and got the come up and he did. But anyway, let's let's talk about um his death. <laughs> and this was something that I thought I didn't think they were gonna do. I thought that it was too much of a Superman ripoff to do. But my God, am I glad that they did? Mm-hmm. So Superman has those. What do you call it? Laser eye beams. Yeah, I guess. And uh, so does Brightburn. The, the, I don't know. Let's just call them laser eye beams. And he laser eye beams his dad in the Straight eyes. Straight into the eyes. And continues to hold it there until the back of his skull... Breaks open into a hole. Yeah, yeah. And my God. And that's I, how he dies. Yeah, and it's... And it's. And then he calls the mum. No, the mum calls him. The mum calls oh, the yeah, dad. Oh, yeah, yeah, because, yeah, she believes him. She f- figures it out. Because um, the cop helped her. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, look, it's a cool kill, but it makes it so much more worthwhile because it's a character. I didn't think the parents were going to die. Mm-hmm. I I got the gist that, okay, after the dad died, I thought that the way it was going to go down is the mum was, mum, the mum finds the shard from the spaceship. I thought she was going to stab the kid and uh, that's it. End, end of story, done. I thought that's was how it was going to go down. I was like, I hope they don't. And I'm so glad they didn't. They they leave this dark. Mm-hmm. Really dark. I mean, we're talking about the destruction of humankind yeah. and the end of this movie. And I love, I love a fucking dark ending. I love it so much. And, uh, yeah. and the mum takes this shard off the spaceship because that's the only thing they realise that cut him by yeah. accident. Yeah. The only thing that can so kill it's him. funny that the only thing from their planet can kill them. Like Superman with Kryptonite, this guy with his his baby capsule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It's, a, it's weird. It's not a baby cat trick. I guess because it's superhuman. I guess so. I, yeah. Maybe if we go on an alien planet, things over there can't kill us. Maybe, yeah. Who we knows? will be the superior kind. That'd be cool. Um, oh, man. I don't know. Is there anything else that you want to touch upon? Um... <laughs> Because I'm 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 starting to wind down here. Um, I know when I finish this, there's going to be more that I that I wish we were, which we talked about. But right now, I'm pretty much done. How about you? Um, I didn't really like how they in the beginning how he just crashes to Earth and you see that red glow. Then that's that's all you've seen. That was it. Then it went to him at 12 years old. Why? I would have liked to see them go up and see what it is and then um, her pull out this baby and then they could go to when he was older. I mean, they did that later in the movie. That was his dream that he was having there. That was cool. Yeah. Like, I was happy that I finally got, like, can piece together what it would have looked like in the beginning, sort of. But did you need it? I feel I needed it, yeah. I would have liked it. Because, I'm, I mean, you, you, you see the meteor hit and then it goes to photos or, or short videos of, of him growing up. Mm-hmm. I was fine with it. I didn't really need anything more. I guess because I kind of somewhat know Superman's origin story and, and I know that this is basically the same thing. Yeah. Maybe that's why. If I didn't have Superman's story, I knew nothing about this story, maybe I would be siding with you. Yeah. But... <clears throat> I was fine with it, but I see where you're coming from. Yeah, I would have preferred it. I think it would have added an extra something, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't really know that these, at the start of this movie, these two couples are trying for a child. Yeah. So, I mean, like, <laughs> you, you just go through the whole like, movie thinking, oh, they just found it and thought, why not? Yeah, and then she, she tells that story that they haven't, like, conceived at all, and he was a blessing. Like, they could have showed that in the beginning, them walking up and then her pulling the baby out of the thing, saying, um, someone's heard our, us, our blessing is here. Yes. Something like that. That would have been cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And then he's like, oh, I don't know, and then she convince, convinces him. And then that I, goes... <laughs> and then that would go later into the story, how he's so easily against him. Cause that, he's, yeah. Because in a way there, he's like, you're not really my child. Like, he can easily pull away. Yeah, well, that's true. I mean, like, look, once again, putting my shoes into this character, I wouldn't do it. Like, if you saw a meteor and there's a baby inside the meteor, no fucking way. Get it away from me. Yeah. I ain't touching that thing. Give Take it to it. the government. I would. <laughs> I would. I wouldn't go near this thing. And Yeah. So the story itself is a bit... <laughs> Come on. Seriously. But, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, look, that's all I've got to talk about this movie. I fucking loved it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm definitely going to see it again. Yep. Uh, probably not at the cinemas, but this is a this. I won't buy this one when it comes out. You won't. I want to. Okay. I want to buy it on Blu-ray. Yeah. I loved. I loved it. I had a blast with it. So yeah. Oh, there's one thing too, which I've brought up to you. Um, with the mum's death, I was waiting for something extra when he brought her all the way up into the sky. Like what? 
like when I mentioned to you, like when you're in space, you kind of need the helmet, otherwise oh, yeah. shit starts happening. Yeah, yeah. Like look. she stayed perfectly normal. Like, of course, bloody from the roof that he smashed her through. Yeah, well, she was fucked up from that. Yeah, but I was like waiting for like her eyes to start bleeding or or some shit like that. I mean, yeah, they could have gone that route. Um, I'm glad the direction they went for reasons I said before. Um, they could have gone that route and it would have been gore for gore's sake. Yeah, then he drops her. Like that would have been like extra, you yeah. know, kick it up a notch. I don't know. I was kind of, I was all right with how it ended because she is still like alive and, and, and focusing and knows what's happening. Mm-hmm. Whereas if she was, if she started bleeding from the eyes, I feel like her focus would have been on that and then realized once she was dropped where in this case, when he holds her out, she knows what's going to happen. And she's well aware of it. I love that. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. But yeah, look, I'm always open for more gore. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. That's it. I, w- I won't hold listeners Have here you got anymore. anything else? Now's time to talk. Um, not really. No? Did you want to bring up the bully kids or anything? Ah, oh, that's the one point that I was trying to make before and I forgot. Yes, the bully kids. We don't see anything about them. Um, I was kind of a little let down with that. I wanted... Because I love a good, a good bully comeuppance story mm-hmm. where you see the bullies doing the bad shit and then they get their comeuppance. We don't get this. The bullies are in it for like two, literally two scenes and that's it. See, but I find that the bullies weren't full bullies in this one. They weren't that bad to get... Well, it was basically it was basically the whole class. Not really. That what'd you say? They don't they don't do that bad to get beaten. Well, they didn't pick on him that bad like throughout the whole movie. Yeah, but neither did the uncle. I get no. He killed the uncle because he said he was going to tell his parents where he was. Yeah, that's true. That's why. That's true. Um, but yeah, the kids, yeah. I was alright with it. I don't know. I, 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 I think it's just my selfish reasons. I just love seeing the bullies get their comeuppance. And if they're going to do a sequel, um, I don't want them to go back to the bullies. Because now, like it's shown in the news at the end of the credits, he's gone after the bigger things in life. The the buildings and the, and the what's nots. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want him to do buildings and then come back and go, you're a bully. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of silly. Uh, one thing we didn't talk about with the death is the death of the police sergeant. Oh, yeah. Which was... Uh, Both of them. Yes. And the, the the female one was fucking hilarious. Because you see it in, like, in the background, blurred out. He's just, like, holding her and smashing her up against... Up and down, up against the, the floor and the, and the, the roof. The ceiling. That was hilarious. Yeah. And, and once, then she's gurgling on her own blood trying yeah. to breathe as well. Yeah. Once again, those sound designs. My God. So good. You so. didn't even really see what happened to the guy cop. He just kind of got he fucking got, smashed. He got just obliterated. Mm-hmm. You, you saw he like, like pushed him really hard into the pole and then just yes. Yeah. But you saw his innards and everything go against the the white picket fence in the background. Yeah, and that you could was, see he he hit the floor because there was like a, a drag mark. See this. That's why I want to watch this movie again because I'd love to see that scene but again. But it panned over it so quick. Yeah, it was like two seconds and straight to the other policeman. Yeah. Well, I mean. Because of budget restraints. The funny thing is, this movie cost only about $6 million to make. Hmm. Which doesn't... It felt like more. It felt like a $20 million movie or something like that. And I love that. It felt rich where yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah. Uh, all right, that got, that wraps up for Brightburn. We are closing this show once again. Uh, if you haven't seen it, well, sorry, spoiled now, but go and see it. It's worth every cent. Oh, another thing I'll mention is. <laughs> <laughs> I love it how he left left his symbol that he made up at every crime scene that he did. Yeah, we didn't touch upon the symbol. No, we didn't. The the BB. BB Brendan Breyer. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I love the symbol too, much like the mask. Uh, yeah. I wasn't uh, first seeing the mask like with trailers and stuff like that. I wasn't really for it, and then watching the movie, I was like, that mask is fucking cool. I loved seeing it in the dark, and I loved how his eyes glue red. Yeah, that's the evil side. Mm-hmm. Um, but once again, we, we it doesn't really follow its own rules. Like it's, it's very confusing as to know when he's good or when he's bad, or is is he bad the whole time because he kind of switches, or is he just, is he just playing? When he's good. Yeah, you know, like he, he does something bad, and then he goes to his mum and like talks to his mum and he goes, "I don't want to be bad" and stuff like that. I think he's trying to play her. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Because <laughs> um, he's trying to keep the innocent kid thing going while fucking yeah, shit okay. up and try not to get caught. Yeah, okay. Thought so. <clears throat> Thought so. All right. Is that it? That's it. All I right. won't do it anymore. We're done. We're done. All right. Go see Brightburn. We'll catch you next week with happy death Happy day. death days. Goodbye. Bye. I'm an evil superman, my name is Brightburn, I kill people with my laser eyes.